Is it on now? Oh, hey, there it goes. <laughs> now you're awake. All right, I'm going to open us in prayer, and then we can get started, okay? Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this evening. Um, we thank you for this church and the time that we can just come together as a family and talk about where you're leading us and where you're guiding us, Father. Um, we just thank you for the property that you've given us over there and just the money that you've given us to do so much that we've already done. And uh, I pray that you bless this night, that you would just give us wisdom and guidance and that um, your plan would be clear to us and uh, that we would just continue to seek your will and continue, continue to follow you. Um, we pray that you just bless this evening and just be glorified in everything we do. In your name, amen. All right, I'm going to have uh, Kevin Shore, John Clark, and Derek Miller come up here. Um, they, and also, Chip McLaurin is not here. He's in China tonight. So, but he is part of a team that we put together. We were calling it, what do we call you guys? The New Campus Promotional Team, I think is what we call you guys. Basically, our goal with these guys is really just to make sure that you guys know what's going on with the building. We just kind of feel that... Um, as a board, we have not done the best of that. We really want to make sure that everybody realizes this is this church's building and all your guys' building. So I'm going to leave it to these guys, and they, got, they will lead us tonight. Yeah, we were going to do a song, so these guys are going to sing a solo. Uh, Kevin's going to take the high part. John will take the middle, and Derek will take the low. Here. <laughs> now that you know who they are, they'll return shortly. Yeah. We just need to start and thank the Lord for all the things that you're going to hear about tonight that he's done. Um, but as I was walking up, um, it struck me, um, we probably haven't had a chance to recognize um, Jeff Waits, who did everything on all the lighting. I mean, even just this whole background that he matches up every week with every single slide. Um, I would just like to thank the Lord and thank you for that. Yeah, an amazing blessing out of nowhere, and it's just been unbelievable to think that a year ago we had, we had none of this capability, and in addition to have all of his hours and his work uh, putting in. So, bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Okay, well, thank you for, uh, for everyone that showed up tonight. We were, uh, we're not sure the interest, but uh, we're glad that you're here. Uh, first of all, we wanted to, uh, each of us, to kind of uh, give a... I don't know, a, a testimony may be uh, the wrong word, but a reason why we're excited about this property or why we're excited to be here and, and all that. So I wanted to start off with, uh, with Kevin, let him tell him, and then we'll go to John, and then I'll finish up. And then we'll start going into a little bit of the presentation, which actually starts uh, with Kevin. So if you want to go ahead. All right, good deal. Um, I grew up in um, Downey, California. You know where Downey is, down in L.A.? And the church I grew up with, First Baptist Downey, um, it was founded like in 18, I mean, like during the Civil War, like 1860-something. So it's a church with long, long storied history. In fact, the, the original uh, sanctuary of that church is now at Knott's Berry Farm. The, the Church of Reflection was originally Downey First Baptist Church. Um, but a church with that kind of history, it, it, um, over the, it had multi-generations, generation after generation. I mean, um, my wife's grandmother taught Sunday school there for 50 years. Um, just a, a ma amazing history. And the history is so cool because you know that generation after generation is just building on the shoulders of the people that came before. Um, in a few minutes, I'm going to 
talk to you a little bit about our history, which is nothing like that. But it's cool because the, our, um, our church is growing generation after generation on the shoulders of the generation before. And as we look down the road to Cherry Avenue, that is a piece of property that in, in my mind, in my heart, is, is generational. It's for your grandkids or your great-grandkids should they worship at Grace Community Church. That's the future of our church. It's not on these little eight acres, but it's, it's down the road, and it's on the shoulders of what we're doing now that our future generations are going to grow Grace Community Church, and it's exciting that God's using us to do that. Wow, that's super good. <laughs> I concur. Uh, you know, I, uh, my wife and I, Weva, and I were both, um, I mean, Weva only remembers one church, and uh, Faith Baptist in uh, Strathmore, and then uh, in sixth grade, my family moved to Santa Cruz Valley permanently, where they still attend the same church that I attended. My dad served on different boards and stuff. In fact, it's a church that we looked at for one of the phases for our church. They traveled down to kind of look at it, and uh, growing up there, a lot of the things that they accomplished, they actually accomplished after um, Wave and I got married and moved here, but there was, I remember them going through the different things and progressing in buildings and selling building eventually to Master's College, and and so that was kind of normal to me just growing up. You know, we stayed at the same church, and we saw these times when um, just there were, there were things, you know, they were, but they were always moving forward. And there was, you know, sometimes something happened quickly, and sometimes things took longer. Um, and so when we arrived here, the first church we ever attended, we came here together. This is where we made our first stop, and we have stayed for many, many years. Um, I've been very excited about the whole process, and there's been times where... Um, I felt like we were in a hold pattern because I think God tells us sometimes yes, sometimes no, sometimes hold. And, but I've never felt that we wouldn't have the green light to go forward with this. Um, it was definitely God's plan. There's been, which we have available to you, things that just have been blessing after blessing on this church. I, and I, I even feel now that we're on just this exciting, you know, I can see it. And I've joked for years, I'll share it with you about the whole, end to, I love the end of the land deal because I feel, to me, when we look back biblically, um, there was a lot that God had to accomplish um, with his people, um, and that was with the members of the body of Israelites that left Egypt and some of the things they went through, and I just feel that God's accomplished a lot in our congregation as well, sometimes through, you know, um, uh, you know, we've, you know, you know, there's people that were here when I was there back then, there's people that aren't here anymore, and that kind of happens, but I don't, do not think that God's plan has changed. God's plan was for us to develop that property and for us to have that property to do his work. And, and I believe we're at that, at that part where we're about to march in, regardless of what people think, that he's going to accomplish it. So that's kind of where I'm at. Thanks, John. All right. Um, really? <laughs> Already. Already. Already doing that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not the one with a stack of notes, bro. Uh, that's true. <laughs> now, I was uh, just thinking uh, about all, kind of this week what I was going to say in this next few minutes, and then what just hit me just now. I grew up in churches that we uh, we never owned our own building. Um, we leased everything uh, that we worshipped in, and um, having a place, a permanent place, is very important. But I wanted, I didn't want to talk about that. What I wanted to talk about was. Um, a little story. Um, this week or the last couple of weeks, uh, I've been talking to a young man at work, and he is a new Christian. 
And uh, we've been discussing some very basic things. And uh, one of the things that he keeps struggling with was his security in Christ. Um, Because his background was such that uh, he felt that he constantly had to prove himself, constantly had to um, do what was right. And he was always worried about what he was doing wrong and because he had gotten um, his girlfriend pregnant and very young and he was living the life trying to survive. So he always had that over his head. This last week, I finally was able to get him to understand that it wasn't about him and what he did. It was about Jesus Christ and that he didn't have to worry about his security. The next day he came in, he said, you know, I talked to my wife about what you said. And he said it was just like a whole load came off me. And I was able to appreciate what Christ was all about. That story reminds me of what we do here. This, this congregation, this church is all about that. It's all about inspiring um, the people that are out there. And what God has for us in this new property, I don't know. But I know there's a lot of people out there that are hurting that need Jesus Christ. And however God wants us to do that, whether it's 10 years, 20 years, five years, two years, I don't know. But some of it's up to us, but it's all up to God as to how fast and when. And um, that's why I'm excited, is because of what we do here. Um, our motto, Inspiring Christlikeness, is something that I think that we all strive to do, and that will give us a more opportunity. I don't know what that part of the city is all about, but if we're there, we're going to be part of that. All right. Well, as we thought about what we want to share with you guys tonight, one of the, the points that came up was that um, the, the reality that a lot of you guys may be relatively new to Grace Community Church or maybe within the last, even within the last 10 years, you may not be familiar with some of the things that have led us to where we are right now. So since I'm the oldest of these guys that have been around the longest, they said I needed to tell you tell kind me of the Tell the story, history. Grandpa. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Climb up on my knee, Johnny, and let me tell you. Then you'll have knees like me, yeah. That'd be ugly. Anyway, um, the his, kind of the history of Grace Community Church that has led us to here is, is uh, I think, kind of interesting. It doesn't go back to 1860, but it, it really kind of goes back to 1979 when Grace Community Church was formed as a daughter church by First Baptist. And in fact, I think we have a few charter members here tonight. I saw... The cons, are they, you guys here? Wave your arms. We've got charter members. Are Lynn and Paul here? There are a few charter members. Yeah, there we go. Charter members still here from the founding of our church. Um, And, you know, not a lot of churches can say that. Um, We've been on this site since 1981. I mean, most of us were alive in 1981. That shows just a reminder of how young of a church we are, how new of a church we are. Um, the, the parcel that we're on originally was like 14 acres, and it, and it included Mill Creek Park, and that was later sold to the city to form the flood control basin. So we sit now on eight acres. Um, in 1981, the uh, building that is the student, now the student center, was originally built, and that was the worship center for a number of years. In 1987, the Christian Education Wing was built. And for many years, that was the extent of the church. Um, As the church grew in the mid-90s, 1990s, um, the search began for a larger parcel of property to plan for future growth. This building was built in 1995. 
So not long ago, but at the time it was called a transitional building. We are, have been in transition for almost 20 years. Um, and shortly thereafter, we purchased the 30 acre parcel on Lover's Lane and Cherry Avenue. And that's how we got to that point. Um, I'm kind of shooting from the hip here. I think the purchase price on that was like 1.2 million. Is that, is that about right? Something like that. Anyway, we, we purchased that property. By 2003, this is kind of the big deal. By 2003, this property and that property were paid for, free and clear. So no encumbrance on either property that we own, because we own them. Um, and then over the years, the Lord has been working, and, and in, in many of our hearts, he said, you know, hang on, let's wait a little bit. Um, the time's not right. But around 2010, um, leadership really felt the Lord was leading to begin to develop that site. A site plan was drawn up by um, architect Dennis Whistler, and, oh, now it's my cue, um, do we have a slide? Can I forward? It's coming. There's a slide on the way. Hang on. Um, not that one. Not that one either. Not that one either. Okay, let me go back. That's a nice slide, though. I like that one. That one's even better. Okay, and that's the original site plan that was drawn up. Um, let me show you. I got a cool pointer here. There we go. Um, this, is, this is Lover's Lane. Um, as, like any good map, north is at the top. Cherry Avenue runs along there. Um, and this was the plan that was originally drawn for our 30 acres to develop. Oh, and those are the railroad tracks right down here, K Road to the south of that, okay? Now, um, there's a cool side view to show you the, the plan. But when it was originally presented, our, our original plan was to develop this property in phases. Um, phase one, and we had, we had that divided into parts, we had phase 1A being the athletic fields, or I'm sorry, ministry fields. Um, 1B would include the amphitheater and then eventually an administration building. Then phase two would ultimately be a multi-purpose building, an educational building, and then phase three would eventually be a big permanent worship center. That was the original plan. And based on that, we presented that information to um, the uh, uh, Tulare County Planning Commission in order to secure a conditional use permit. That would be required for us to begin to develop that property. When we did that, the Planning Commission approved it. However, at that meeting, there was one local resident that objected. And because that one local resident objected, the planning commission said, you gotta take it to the Visalia City Council. City Council has to approve it because there is a dissenter. So we, we took that same information and presented it to uh, the city council. Some of you guys were at that city council meeting. Um, one of those really weird experiences for many of us where the information was presented and it was not well received by the city council for some strange reason. Um, there was more opposition and honestly it looked like at the time that the whole plan was going to go up in flames, that it was not going to be approved. Um, and then miraculously, really miraculously, one of the council members 
kind of pulled out a proposal, a compromise, a plan that said, okay, I think they need to develop, build their administration building first, and that establishes a presence on the property. And then another council member said, yeah, okay, yeah, that works, yeah, okay. Motion, second, let's vote, approved. And it really, just about that fast, we went from going up in flames to we've got a CUP. Um, it, was, it was just one of those astonishing, miraculous times where um, in the midst of something that was, that was failing, the Lord, I think, stepped in and um, accomplished his purposes. Now, at the time, we thought, Lord, that's really not what we wanted to do. We didn't want to build an administration building first. That really wasn't our plan. That's not our objective. Uh, what's going on here? Um, but, you know, what was a change of plan for us was no surprise to the Lord. So to most of us, as we, and then we've, we've moved ahead and we've built that administration building. We're very close to completion. Derek's going to talk about that in just a minute. And to most of us, this building was at first viewed as a, a disruption of our original plan. And when it was done, then we would just by default go back to what we wanted to do in the first place, back to the ministry fields, and then develop the progression that we had wanted. But as time has gone by, and as we have moved forward in faith, it has become really clear to us that the next step should be something different and not defaulting back to plan A as we had started. Um, in fact, last October, the joint elder and deacon boards agreed unanimously to modify the development sequences. And then Pastor John shared that with you at the January church business meeting. Tonight, we want to share with you a little bit more um, and I'll help you understand in a little bit more detail some of the vision of where we're going from there. And in a few minutes, John will, will talk about that. But first, Derek is going to tell you more about where we stand on the progress of the administration building. You can hold that. Oh, you, you, thanks. I'll just say, hey, click. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, one of the things that we wanted to make sure that uh, throughout the whole uh, meeting, that, or just, I hate to use the term meeting, or discussion, is you guys can ask questions at any time. Okay, I should have mentioned that while Kevin was talking. If you have something that uh, stirs a question or whatever, just raise your hand, and our um, our buddy over here, Kevin, will uh, get you the mic. So, uh, don't be shy. Uh, we don't want to. We will have a time at the end too, but. Um, yeah, but we we kind of felt like this should be kind of a family meeting. We called it a family meeting. So feel like you're in your living room. Take off your shoes if you want. I mean, just kind of relax. Make yourself at home, okay? If you have a living room that big, we'll go there next time. Oh so. yeah, sure. If you have ice cream. <laughs> if you have ice cream, yeah. All right. Well, we're um, the uh, administration building. We are very close. Um, there's a few things left. Uh, we were, um, I've got a few little pictures uh, that uh, Jim had taken uh, this weekend to show kind of up to date on the inside where we are. But right now, we're, uh, we have the flooring left to do and in the parking area. And uh, Jim is actually going to be going to uh, the city on Thursday to figure out or to find out exactly what the city is going to require for us for occupancy. Um, and that has a lot to do with the, the curb and sidewalk and gutters and all that that they want all the way around. And a little bit of it has to do with the, uh, the trees and, and the shrubbery and irrigation that, that they want along that route. So we'll, um, we'll know that hopefully on Thursday. Uh, if, you know, as soon as we know, uh, we will you'll pass that on to you guys. 
Um, but like I said, uh, we had the parking and the, and basically those are the two things that we really need to do, except for the blinds. I don't know when those are coming, but. Uh. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna be Elder John, not High School John. Because High School John would tear you up right now. <laughs> That kind of helps being up here, so you won't have to say anything. <laughs> anyway, all right, well, let's uh, go ahead and flip through some of those pictures. You can kind of see uh, the work, one of the workrooms that we have. Um, the, reception the reception area. I think that's Michael's. Is that your office, Michael? Is that cowboy colors? Okay, just checking. Another, where is that? Children's resource, okay. That's uh, John's den. I think. <laughs> I thought that was the library, same thing. <laughs> Just to let you know the doors have been hung. So. There are doors on the restroom. There are doors on the bathroom that helps. When do the mirrors go up? Where do we get hang? Okay, next week. So the flooring wasn't the only thing done. Man. <laughs> that's all the pictures, okay. Um, so that's, uh, that's really... The update is we're, we're very close, um, and, um, and we will update you um, as soon as we know more. Uh, is there any questions or anything regarding that? Right. The question has to do with the, the shrubbery and the growth and all that stuff that we're, part of it, yeah. and that is part of what the city's asking, but, but Jim is also negotiating that because they realize that we're in a drought too. So that, that is coming up and that discussion will happen. The other thing to keep in mind is that we're asking um, initially for a temporary occupancy permit. So we're, we're expecting them to allow us to use the building prior to every little detail being completed and then there would be a timeline for when those final details would have to be completed before they gave us a permanent occupancy permit. And that timeline is in negotiation also, right? Yes. So. Run up there, Kev. Has the worship building been built yet? No. No, but I'm going to talk about that in just a minute, I think. Yes, I am. The only building that's been built is right there. Okay. All right, John. All yours. Okay. So, uh, we want to have fun in here with this, this project because it is exciting. Um, I've joked around. It's like telling your family, we're building a pool, not, we need to dig a new septic system. Our well just went dry, start digging. I mean, I know that's a serious thing. Um, but I, wanna, I do want to say that when we look at this and we get into what we're going to talk about now, back to what I said earlier, that right there, that is still the plan. Um, that was God's plan. So the, that project, as it's still, as it, no, no, the plan has not changed. Sequencing has changed. So... I'm going to bring you up to speed starting in October. Yes. It's my wife. I would not say a word. However. Okay. <laughs> and so Paul, we, you had to wait for me we, to have the microphone. Before we move really? on, okay, the Paul. last meeting we had, we owed approximately $125,000.
Mm -hmm. We were told the staff had pledged $40,000. We were going to have a, a pledge Sunday and raise money. What do we owe on the current building? Do we need more money to move in? Is it paid for? Where do we stand financially before we move on? Thank you. Can I take that? Yeah. Do I take it? Can you take it? When we start addressing, you guys tell me if I'm sure. wrong. Yeah, go ahead. Everything's paid for right now. Um, there are, I'm, let, me, let me go. There is still money designated. The staff actually play, pledged closer to fifty-five to sixty thousand uh, dollars. Currently, we're almost at one twenty for uh, as far as what's available right there, just in that fund. And there's approximately another seventy-two thousand dollars left over from a year prior that we put over into another fund that would be, de depending on what we do when we stay here and we move over there, is what we would do as far as adjusting the current offices into Sunday school classrooms or whatnot. If we look at that, there's approximately $200,000 right now that's not spent, and every contractor that, we're, we're on time with everybody, everything's paid for. This property's paid for, that property's paid for, and that's where we're sitting at, about $200,000. Yes. Well, everything that's been done so far is paid for, yes. Right. Do we, do we feel that we have the money to complete what we need to complete? Yes, right now? The answer is yes. Do, but, no, I, I do want to address it, though, fully. Part of the issue, there has been, I don't want to say change, I'm going to watch what I say to the city, as to how they've changed the requirements that we were originally told for certain things, okay? And that's one of the things we're going to address now, and I'll try and use a good example is what do you have to do to move in as far as curb and gutter. Now, I can drive into any neighborhood in Visalia that's being under construction. I work with a lot of contractors, and you will see home after home with a curb and sidewalk, dirt, new curb sidewalk, two houses, dirt. At some point, we're, they're trying to decide the if we have to put curb and gutter around the entire project because we have an administration building sitting there. Even if we do have to do that, with what we have now, we're not completely out of line on money. Does that make sense? So we don't, we don't, we don't know. At Thursday, we're going to know, but that was kind of a new thing. And just like anything, when somebody in the city comes up and says, you have to do this, and now they're saying this. So there's a little bit of a Cushion, but, but as far as everybody to date is paid for, we believe we have the money to complete what we need to complete, which, which was originally required, but with the city, county, sometimes things are subject to change. To, to say what John's saying in a different way, eventually we will have to put curb and gutter all the way around, all, on the north side and on the east side. But we're only going to be occupying this little piece right now, so our, um, our contention is, is it really necessary to put curb and gutter here right now? Um, the city of Visalia will tell us. But I, but I do want to make sure that, yes, John. They will be in this parking lot. Yeah. So that parking lot is completed? At no, it's not completed yet. Yeah, that will, the parking that will lot be we're done. talking about. We are going to talk about that, right? Hmm? You're going to talk about that? Well, that is the parking lot that we're talking about. Right. We're just saying, yeah. And that, in the monies that we have currently, that is factored into that. There has been, should I address that too, as far as the, I, I, we, want, we want to, 
Concrete prices go up and down and whatever. Concrete guy is one of the guys that's been amazing to us. Um, and so he's busy right now, and we're weighing right now the, the, with, with, and we'll know more when, when Jim meets with the city this next Thursday. Within the next week or so, we're going to be back up here telling you what, how that meeting went and what happened. We're weighing, we're weighing, do we pour now or do we wait? And what's going to happen with the city with all this curb and gutter? And we're trying to, to decipher how we're going to, you know, what's the, the best use of that and when do we pull the trigger in that. But the, the funds are there based on what we did to, to, to do that parking lot. And that is something I'll tell you as a whole I wanted to say earlier, whether that's next weekend, some Memorial Day weekend, but you're going to meet with them. We may not have an answer, but in the next week or two, we're going to be back up here sharing that information about what happened. Somebody we have next Sunday to tell you we don't know if we don't know. Right, but the, the, you're going to just, I know it's just got to a start in the last month or two with a couple of videos and some, you know, chips shared and Derek shared and we've done some stuff. We're having this tonight. We really are going to try and just get all the information you could want because we're, and that's part of the deal. We're excited about some of the things that, well, everything we're seeing and all the different wonderful blessings we've had, and we want to make sure that you have all that information that's all it's about. You're going to, I think, over the months to come, you're going you're gonna to be seeing stuff on a regular basis, and, and I hope you guys really enjoy that. So, And to, just before you start there, um, we, you guys are still giving to the end of the land. That, that dollar figure that, that John talked about continues to grow up, I mean, it, it increase. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that, that, I think we'll be able to pay for everything. It's not a problem. So what are the odds of moving in in 2014? Well, who's the odds maker here? <laughs> we haven't had a bookie. I think that, um, I'll take that. <laughs> good. They're good. <laughs> um, Jim? Wait, 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 wait. You know, year, two years ago, I was in hopes that we would have been in two years ago. And then we had some other issues come up with the airboard and things, and it postponed it. I'm getting real gun shy about saying when we're going to get into something because of the, the things that have happened. I'm, Steve, to go along with Kevin, I'm pretty confident 2014 is the year. Um, but... I'm going to leave a little reservation there just in case. And, and uh, this meeting with the city is with the uh, city manager. Um, I think from that we'll be able to have some real definite answers. So I would encourage you to please pray for that meeting on Thursday at 3.30 um, that we can, you know, make some real positive, definite decisions that will move us forward quicker than, than we anticipated. So. Oh, thank you. <laughs> It is being recorded. <laughs> I, I don't want to. I don't want to dwell on. You know. I mean, we obviously we want the building to to finish as quickly as possible. But I, I, I don't know if many of you saw the sheet that um, that when you walked in, uh, we call the property miracles, and this was something that Jim put together for me because. You have to remember, no matter what happens, you know, the dates, the time we get in, all those kind of things, uh, there's more going on with just uh, the construction of this building. There are many hearts being changed. And 
Jim has personally been able to see, has been able to see all these kind of things as he's gone through as the project manager. And I asked him, I said, would you, you know, mind writing these things down so that we can kind of see how God's hand has been in all these? And I would encourage you to, uh, you know, read through some of those. You know, um, Kevin's already mentioned the, the Visalia City Council meeting, uh, things like that. Um, the other one that I... Excuse me. The other one that I wanted to talk about was the 2013. That's on your on the back of the page, and the airborne um, charges that they were going to charge us 186 thousand um, dollars. You know, when we look back and how that was handled uh, with communication to you guys, we wish we would have told you guys more. But we were kind of internally praying and hoping this would go away so we wouldn't have to bother you. But um, I'm hoping you're aware that that was a huge God thing on that. There is no way that we could have done that without him. Um, so just read through some of those and, and, you know, as you ponder, praise God on those. Pray to him and thank him for those. Because those are the kind of things that are going to happen when we continue this process. All right. We're going to let John have it now. I'll be quick. <laughs> but, but back to what he said, I think we want to keep hit, hitting that too. For 27 years, you know, on one hand, I'm very proud of the Clark family being a part of that family. I'll get emotional. I'm super proud of you guys, too. Because what happens is when I go out into Visalia or I'm in Portobello, whatever, you know what I hear? I never hear anybody that questions whether what's going on down there. I have a guy from Portobello I just met with last week, and he's, he's going, I'm going to go check out your church. You know, we don't have, you know, it, it's kind of a drive, but our kids are grown. And he goes, I just meet people from there. And he goes, and the way you talk about the things that are going on. And it comes down to God is doing things in our midst. Let's, let's, be, let's be so thankful for that. And it's so easy to get caught up in all the, thi all the things, you know. Um, he's going to do amazing work down there. I know he's going to. But we've got an amazing, he's got an amazing thing going on here right now as well. Um, so now, let's, moving forward. So October, I'm going to just start right there. And October was our leadership uh, retreat, overnighter, sleepover, whatever. But we, 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 slumber party. Slumber party, yeah, because yeah, we're gone overnight. No, it was a great time. And during that time, when we were talking about, one of the things was about this, while they should have been listening, um, Jim Wood and uh, Brett Wells, yeah, my buddy, and I don't remember his last name, Brett Wells were doodling instead of listening. But basically what happened is in looking at where we were at, and it's one of these things, and we're going to talk now about this whole building, the Christian education building, phase two. Um, they started looking at and just randomly started thinking to ourselves, you know, how much property do we have here? Now, what's interesting is we were not looking that way. Going back to plan hasn't changed, we're to develop that, that piece of property, and that's what God has for us. But we started looking at, ultimately, I want to enter the land, and I want us all to be over there, and I think God wants us all to be over there. But until there was this shift not in the whole plan, but as to what we had to do because of one person, one person. God uses his people, and he uses other people as well, and maybe she, I hope she's a believer, but regardless, that one person caused this shift to this admin building that I will give you. A lot of people are going, oh, I don't want to add, I make copies at Kinko's or whatever, but that's not the, the deal is to get over there. We started realizing that we have that building right there our current facility is here. 
including admin, the modulars, everything is right at 30,000 square feet. Flip that next one. This is going to be an outline of kind of that building with a blow up. That is, and I, this is just like I said, we're not going to get into the who's going to go in, where's the cafe going to be, whatever, whatever. That footprint of that building is 38,243,000 square foot, not including, not including our super sweet new admin building, which is about 8,000 square feet. So that one building with the admin building would take our facilities to 46,000 square feet over the new property. That's big. That's a third bigger. You know, when I got married, I'm now a third bigger. We would like me to go back. <laughs> but it's a big difference. It is a big difference. So what you need to know is with that, we started looking at that. We also looked at a couple things. Um, with that increase, basically, that could house, you can see over there, the worship area right there in that building in the end. Uh, we've got a junior high and high school penciled in, but when you start talking about that and realizing that our 30,000 square feet has, do we know how much we have in admin administration here? 3,000? 2,000? Whatever it is, if you take that out of there, drop back to 28, I mean, you're talking 10,000 square feet more. So even after separating our junior and high school, the worship center, everything, we would have a ton of room to expand and to be on that property. Um, so anyway, we, we started getting super excited. Um, the other thing that I will say, and I think I'll get into the, this building, the value thing just basically. I'm going to give you a very, general, a very general idea. Many of you probably think this came up recently too on more than one occasion. I will say that while to build that, you know, that building, our building factors into that. We have had different uh, board members, including myself and Kevin, have had spoken interest from other facilities, but we've actually had a person representing a church contact us regarding our facility right now. Getting generally into what we've spent or whatever now, the difference in what the value of this, which would cover this is a range, approximately half of the build for that. Does that make sense? That additional half really, uh, well, especially if you factor in the purchase of the land, but would be nowhere as much as what we have put into the, the land and the building, the administration that we currently have. Does that make sense? So we started getting really excited, and we just, none of that, none of that, um, just came into view. Pastor John here expressed or somebody about kind of like, you know, wondering what's on the other side of that mountain as you've been hiking all day and then come over the top of the mountain and see something you didn't even know kind of was there. Uh, we believe God knew it was there. It is still part of the whole plan. But we started looking at, um, you know, God's direction that and all the different things that have happened to push us into putting an administration building that regardless would have had to be there once we had our, once we were there full time. And we just, we just see that as an amazing, exciting new thing. Anything else? Um, you can see from the, the rendering, you can see that one section is kind of lofted a little bit. That was drawn um, to represent where the worship center would be, thinking that might be built, potentially could be built a little taller. 
uh, one for acoustics, two for the possibility of maybe a mezzanine or a, a balcony at some point if we wanted to. A lot of the specifics, all the specifics really still need to be ironed out. But I think it's really clear that the, a, a change of direction will get us there. And that's the cool thing. You know, when we looked at, at phase one, A, B, C, phase two, that was going to take a long time. And we would be here, and part of us would be there, and it would just take a, be a long process. I'm excited because I look at this and I say, that's doable. I mean, that can happen, and we'll be there. And I think that's, that's the exciting thing. No, that's exciting. Yes. Yes. Well, I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. So. This building here where the worship center and that's going to be, everybody's going to be able to go to that property at that time. When yes. It's yeah. complete. Yes. And yes. just to clarify, this, all, this worship center, that building, and the modulars, everything, every building we have here now is 30,000 square feet. Just that building that wouldn't include an admin that's already at 8,000 alone is 38,000 square feet. So it's 8,000 more plus the, you know. So it's, and the key to that is the footprint is, is uh, change is slight that it doesn't, we, we don't have to go back to the city, county, or any of that. It, it fits in the original plan as well. This building is already on our conditional use permit. It is this building. Okay, um, this building was intended, was originally drawn as a multi-purpose building. It was originally planned to be a, um, like a gymnasium or a temporary uh, worship center. Um, well, I think that was this part. This part was going to be a high school room and maybe high school and junior high. And then this building originally was planned to be only educational building, um, nursery, Sunday school classrooms, uh, that kind of thing. But those, that was conceptual. As we've, as we've reevaluated this, we've seen that we can take this building and incorporate a worship center, um, a temporary transitional. Transitional. Yeah, transitional worship center, because we're good at that, um, as well as the kitchen Sunday school classrooms, nursery, junior high, and high school, and get us all under one roof on the new, new property. And what, to address why we went to the Christian education one, when you look at the size of that Christian education building, that was designed to hold Christian education capability for the final finished product plan with a huge sanctuary. So when we do speak transitionally, we start looking at the multipurpose room and going, you do a multipurpose room, but what are you going to do? Are you going to have Sunday school classrooms? That was the whole epiphany of the when you start looking at square footage, going up a third in size, it makes sense. And then at some point as you move through, they can go back to classrooms as well. You know, the worship center and that. So it just, it yeah. makes sense. It, if we'd gone with this building next, we would have had to include or add a whole bunch of walls and, and compartmentalize it. This building already included the compartmentalization. And instead, what we can do is remove some of the walls from that and open it up and make a worship center out of part of it. This, this drawing is from our original plan. Yeah, it's not, I wouldn't say it's outdated. We just, there's not a, there's not a newer one. Yeah, and those buildings are still going to be in the same place in the same 
deal. It's just whether then if you go into that Christian education wing that's big enough, that building that's 38,000 square feet is designed to house Sunday school classrooms at a point when the church was to the point that it would require the big sanctuary as well. And during a growth phase, we can utilize some of that area for worship center and, and still have way more square footage for those Sunday school classrooms right now. And it's just kind of an exciting deal, I mean, when you start looking at it. But it's in the same, and we don't change its original use that much. Right. And when you look across the way really quick, guys, when this church was first here and I was here, it was a sanctuary with a wing of educational area and Sunday school classrooms. The difference is it was whatever that was, that building, you know, 20,000 square feet, you know. John, mm -hmm. did you say that to pay for this, the, the, this property is going to be sold, or is it half, or what's the cost of this new um, yeah, your facility? Can I go into that range that we talked about, or should I not? Well, at, at some point, <laughs> where do you want me to go with this one? That big range, that big range? I can go big range? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't have a total ability design. I would say right now that... Like I said earlier, and looking what we what we believe this building is worth, and obviously that would have to be explored, but there has been interest, which is encouraging when we didn't go out looking for interest in the building, that it could incorporate 40 to 50% of the cost of that new building. So, and that's significant, you know, in, in any, you know, whether we're talking whatever amount, whether you're buying a home, whatever, and you have half um, initially, that's, that's pretty good. I don't think God needs to borrow it. I think we all need to step up. But, but yeah, we're, right now we're not looking at a borrowing plan. I will just say, say that. We're now collect the offering. Um, the ushers come forward. Yeah. All along we're giving. You, and, and, and without getting numbers, people are continuing to give consistently. Um, I will say I know personally on that side of things, uh, without getting, I need, I'm even going to get more consistent on the, on the deal. But you would be, for what we would have spent on the ministry fields, and, or, what we would, um, or what we've spent already over there, just for the admin building, that would be very close to covering the difference between this property, we feel. Obviously, we, we're not down the road that far. But we've actually built that administration building pretty quickly in a, in, a very poor, in a very poor economy. And I think our church needs to be very blessed for that because there are churches across the country having big problems. So, yeah, Just changing the, the scope doesn't, um, doesn't stop the need for us to give for this because we're going to continue to run this project anyway. So it's just, we're just kind of diverting what we think it is. And right now, we're concentrating on getting that admin building. That's why we haven't got, gotten somebody to do more renderings or anything like that. So we're, we're trying, to get, you know, trying to get that finished, and then we'll go to the next step. But we just wanted to make sure you guys, this is kind of the direction that we're going at. And the funds and, and all that kind of stuff, you know, that's up to God how we do that. We haven't been led to believe. If, if everybody started giving, you know, a hundred thousand, you know, not every individual, but if the church gave a hundred thousand, you know, a month, well, then it wouldn't take us very long. But it, it all depends on your commitment, our commitment, and how we're doing as a church. And then, you know, God will work with that and how we're going to do. Since, since we're just real quick, just since we're family talking, um, I think maybe the, some people have looked at the building of an administration building and felt like. You know, okay, kind of hard to get excited about that because it doesn't affect me. 
doesn't affect my every Sunday morning experience, doesn't affect what I do Wednesday night, really doesn't impact me. This building will. This will affect every single one of us every Sunday. And I think that should excite all of our souls to think that God is doing something that will impact every one of us and every one of our kids. I understand that this property is worth roughly half of what that's going to cost, but we can't sell this property until that one's built and ready to use. So are we talking about floating a loan for a short term until we sell this property, or are we talking about raising the full amount before we move forward on that property? Good question, Melissa. Logistically, we've got to work that out. Potentially, it could, the, the property could be sold um, and an escrow account started, and we could occupy this until that's um, ready to move into. So it doesn't necessarily have to follow in line exactly like that, but the logistics of that would have to be figured out. There's some long, long escrows in these some of these churches. And we're, not, we're just exploring that right now. And that's why this meeting, I, we don't want to get too far ahead of the plan because we've discussed this. We're excited about in the now where we're at and what we're seeing happen. But it's a great question. But there is some traditionally been some very long escrows set out there, 24 months, I mean, 30 months, 36. If they want a building, a lot of them will wait. So that's something we're exploring as well. What is the total square foot of the administration building? And what is the total cost that has been spent or will have to be spent for its completion? The square footage of the administration building is approximately 8,000, 8,600, okay. Jim, do you have a dollar amount? And the, the dollar amount for the construction of the administration building will include infrastructure that is not unique just to the administration building. Do you follow what I mean? Like curb and gutter, sidewalk, plumbing, plumbing, gas line, um, water lines, irrigation. That's all stuff that would have to be done if we were building any building. The first development kind of bears the weight of a lot of infrastructure that the rest of the project will benefit from. So um, do you have a dollar and, amount roughly? Well, and that's a, a good a good point is we have spent monies that rightfully should be charged off to other um, phases of it and infrastructure and all that to be prepared for the other buildings that are going in. So um, the building is, we're paid up to date on all the, everything that we've got in the building. We have the money in the bank to complete what we need to. So it's paid for, and that's 8,600 square feet. But some of that monies that we, we expended out were to extend sewer lines to get to the other buildings, fire sprinklers, um, hydrants and things in order in anticipation of the other build outs. So we've got a lot more in the ground that we normally wouldn't have to do, but it's, it was a benefit to do it early on because it was a cost savings. So 1.6, yeah, I think, yeah. And we're, we're pretty much right on kind of target where we were, where we thought we were going to be. But now with the city's changes and a few things that we're, we're kind of trying to anticipate if there's going to be any other additional things that they're going to require after this much time's gone by. Yes. Yeah. With, with a little codicil after I meet with the city on Tuesday, if they don't come up with something else they're going to require us to do, we should be awfully close to being able to complete everything 
we need to do and they want us to do without, and I'll, uh, let me address the, the uh, landscape situation. We've got the city, because of their water regulations, which most of you, if you live in town, are, are having to deal with, um, I utilize that to say, you know, we've got all this landscaping. We don't want to put new plants in. It's going to require more water and this and that. And they have backed off on a lot. Um, we probably will still be required to plant all the trees along Cherry Avenue. And if they're going to require us to do the infrastructure on Lover's Lane, we'll probably have to plant the trees along there, but that would be it. So they have already kind of backed up uh, a, quite a ways because of their regulations. I'm still trying to pin that down, plus a few other things, so that we know exactly what they're asking for. And we, we have deadlines involved in it. So there's no more of this, oh, well, you need to do this also kind of thing. I, I, I do, but I don't have it off the top of my head. Um, I'd have to I'd have to I'd have to see what it is because I lump everything into the total with all the sidewalks, infrastructure, and parking, and all that stuff. But I can I can get that. So. Anything else? Uh, oh, that's. Samuel, do you have a question? Or are you just raising your hands? Okay. Oh, I, just check. <laughs> I just wanted, I think sometimes there's some confusion because in your heads you already know what the plan is, but it's not always clear to us in the audience. I just want to reiterate and correct me if I'm wrong. All we're doing, we're going to have the same set of buildings and the same land and the same fields and everything. We're just rearranging the order in which we build things. And so we're all going to move into that one building on the right there. And then once we get settled in there, then we'll start raising money for the other buildings. And ultimately, we'll have this whole picture up here. Yes, ma'am. Correct. <laughs> Why don't you come up here? <laughs> yeah. You could have got us to the ice cream much sooner if you would have. Let's have some haagen It's her job. <laughs> yeah. But you're, you're correct, Beth, but the only, well, the only thing we're, we're trying to make clear that the modification would be that building, and, and I think you understood that, was originally a whole Christian education wing, but it was like overkill for where we would be for a very long time on our needs. Right. But when you look at that and we go, wow, that is, I mean, that will increase our square footage total like 16,000 square feet. That's huge. And to all be over there on that property. The use is transitional. <laughs> My buddy Dave, yeah. bring it. But really, aren't we all just transitional? Yeah. <laughs> There's always that one uncle at the family the family dinner, you know. Hey! <laughs> Thanks, Dave. I, uh, I understand that the Christian Education Building is the next big thing that we're transitioning our focus towards. What happens when the admin building is done? in the next year, as Jim hopefully says. Well, we are, gonna... what, are, are we going to continue with the remodel here? Is yes. that going to go forward as it has been yes. talked about? Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. okay. It, in, some show, in, in some manner, there will be some remodeling here to accommodate the junior high room and high school room and separate that. That, that will be next once we're able to um, 
complete the administration it, building. Yeah. Definitely, and because we're so excited because we're all going to get pumped and God's going to move us there quick, we are going to do that, get, and that is totally the plan. Remodel-wise, too, we're looking at what, what do we do in relation to the value of our property here as well. You know, how much do we change, change it? Right. Well, that, yeah, we want to be careful that we don't cannibalize ourselves and change things to the point where we, we lose value. That's one of the things that has to be discussed. Exactly. And you're right with us, so thank you. But yeah, we're, we have thought of that. But there are a lot of, there are a lot of offices there that, that would not be utilized in the same way you know, when the admin goes over that. It could be classrooms and definitely with the modules and some of that. So. Just yeah, a, a quick semantic question. Was that education building originally going to be two-story or has it always been single-story? I can't remember. It was, always, it was always planned to be a single-story. Hey, I was just say something real quick, too. On this, a lot of the elders, like Kevin and I, we were talking all the time. It was really bothersome. It was gonna, we're never going to be there. My kids would ask me, okay, when are we going to be there? I'm like, uh, when you're like married with kids. And, uh, <laughs> and so we looked at all kinds of stuff. We were really searching. We looked at metal buildings, concrete tilt-ups. We were trying to figure out how to utilize the multi-purpose building, the gymnasium, something like that, how to utilize that. And then in our elder meeting, when uh, Jim and Brett brought this forward, we were like, okay, there it is. And it was like an answer to prayer. That's because it was like all of a sudden, okay, now we have a, a vision that we could actually reach that was attainable. Because the other one I think we were talking like was like $13 million that we have to raise. It was something crazy. And we're like, man, we're never going to do that. You know? And so now we're looking at the amount that we have to raise is the amount that we've already raised. We just do it again. Would you say that? Is that pretty accurate, Kev? We were going so well until you had to go. Yeah, there, see, that's we're, about we're it, up right? here, that's and you're a microphone pass guy. Hey, I still have one that's on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting exercise here. Come on. But it, no, it was super exciting. Isn't it exciting when God does something? You're like totally like you've got this whole thing in your mind. It's going to play out the way I want. And then all of a sudden, like that quick, it like, boom, the fog lifted. Like immediately, we're like, whoa, how cool is that? And I think that um, it's just super exciting. And I will say this, look, look forward, don't look back. We're trying to, to do, I think we're, we're going to have fun with it. We hope you have fun with it. We want to have fun with it. It's exciting. And that's why we're going to be up here as much as we can and, and give you little things and pictures and photos. And that's what we're, we're going to, I think you're going to really, we're going to try and do something I think you'll all really appreciate and be, enjoy and see what's going on. Because there's a lot going on that, that I don't think is getting to you. And it's going to. It's going to continue. Well, and, you know, it's, it's going to be hard work. Any, any kind of change is, is hard. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be a challenge. But what a privilege to be part of something that God's doing. And I think we need to view it through that lens rather than, oh, man, this is going to take a long time. No. Well, maybe it will, but the time's going to go by anyway, isn't it? So let's be part of what God's up to. Let's, let's be about his work. And uh, let's rally together as a family and make it happen. Go ahead. I have a question that maybe has been answered. Um, what's our capacity here in the worship center? How many people does it seat? And what will it be over there? Pastor Don can answer that. 500. Yeah. 500 here and the new, not, not the big worship center, but the next stage. 501. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and you guys are building a church library, yeah. right? <laughs> Yeah, I believe the square footage is uh, a couple thousand more than we would have here, so we would probably be able to accommodate it's com more. It's comparable with the height, though, and it being a, a finished structure. We're talking about the whole balcony, mezzanine, whatever idea. So while it would accommodate 
similar or slightly more uh, long term as It'll we It'll be a lot more. It'll yeah. be a lot more. Okay, a lot more. Say Fine. A lot, say a lot more. A lot more. That third figure like wave, it's a lot more. <laughs> so wonderful. No. <laughs> What's up, Paul? Oh, yeah. It'll be more than we have here. Yeah. Oh. We're going up thousands and thousands of square feet. That's why it's hard to almost grasp when you look at that. But when you start talking a third bigger, that is huge. That is huge. You need your wedding picture now, John. And dude. Yeah. No kidding. Please not. We're going to have I ice cream. I could fit in, in my minute. back pocket. I know it's probably a little early in the phase, but if we have so many giving units at this church, a giving unit is my wife and myself as a giving unit. If you take the total cost of what you're asking or stating, how much is it going to cost me? I'm not saying it's a wonderful thing. I'm going to get spiritually helped by a building. I want to know how much Jackie and I are going to have to spend to complete this project if we pay our equal share. There's no way we could answer that, Paul. Well, and, and actually, I'll answer it, for Paul. Um, well, here's, here's the deal. It's Let, whatever God guides you because no, no, no. an equal share is different for each person. You know, you know I love you a lot. Sit down. No. <laughs> here's the deal. You know what's funny is I, I just mentioned it about something totally different. If everybody, and this sounds about Paul and I are good, good friends, become great friends. I've had to look at myself and go, you know what? I get to come to church. When I was a kid, I would tell my friends I have to go to church. I have to go to this thing with my parents at church. I have to go to fellowship. I have to do this. My parents say I have to give 10% of my money. I meet at Burger King or I'm a, you know, not doing what God wants me to do. I think that there's a lot of people here. We are consistently having people give. And I think, I think, yeah, I think I can do better. I think a lot of people can do better. The bottom line is we need to change it to I get to give. There's never going to be equality. I think, though, that we have people here um, far beyond on me that have the gift of giving. That just they get it. They get to give. Um, and I love I love that. I'll throw down something right now, too, because who was I just talking about? Was I talking to Jake or R.G. Letourneau? Did we get into a Letourneau? Yeah, Jake and me have become good friends. My dad worked for Letourneau. R.G. Letourneau came out after he passed away. He had airplanes. He was a big, for you who don't know, Letourneau College, big tech college. R.G. Letourneau was kind of way before Caterpillar. He gave 10, he gave 90% of everything he made and uh, to the Lord and kept 10% for himself and bought planes and all kind of stuff. I just think myself, I'm really learning that, and I see it in my own business. I get told year after year, you can never, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how, well, I don't do it. God does. If I looked at the numbers of how much we've personally done in our business. Anyway, I just, I'll go on forever because I just think God can do it, but I don't know how to answer that, Paul. It's just so hard. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little premature, Paul, it's but Paul, it's I a mean, good question, and when we know the answer, we'll, we will let you know that. have a question I just like to talk in the microphone and so <laughs> uh -huh. oh. I'm teasing I'm teasing uh, she was saying she had it's free uh, child care and exactly. she's able to come so she's ice myself. cream I have free child care and ice cream no I'm just teasing but um, to kind of address that Paul and I think you know for Chip and I it's been a little bit of a process because even just a few years ago when there we started talking about and inter entering the land, giving, um, I might get a little choked up. At that point, we, really, we prayed and just said, how, can, how much can we give? And it just really wasn't a lot. Like, not a lot. 
you know. And, um, but we felt like God was wanting us to invest in this project. And in the time that has passed, God has blessed us in financially in ways that we weren't really anticipating. Um, and so we are, have been able to give more. But as I was sitting here thinking, and when you guys were talking about the churches where you grew up, I grew up and went to a church from the time I was born until I married and went away. And I didn't give a dime to build that building. But boy, did I benefit from the discipleship and the teaching and the fellowship of those people who love the Lord. My grandfather gave to build that church, right? When he was my age, he gave money to build that church along with all of the people who were there at that time. And I was able to benefit from it. And so I think, you know, looking at when are we going to move in and when are we going to, all of that stuff, if we can have a vision of building God's kingdom, you know, so what if I don't benefit from it? We give to missionaries across the world because we have faith that God is using them to minister to those people. And I don't get anything out of it except that I know that God is using them for his glory. And I feel like that's kind of how the vision that we need to have about a project like this. It's so long term. And so I'm I'm the same way. And my kids are like, when are we going to move into the new church property? Like, I really don't know, guys. But we, we need to just have that vision of maybe we're not building this building for ourselves. Maybe I won't benefit from this at all. But boy, there are going to be some little kids that walk into that church door and they meet Christ. There are going to be families who come there who grow their children to love the Lord and who, who grow together in their marriage. And so I think, you know, I'm kind of like to know the nuts and bolts of everything too, but if we can just pray for God to give us a vision and to walk in faith and to really stretch ourselves because, you know, we can spend our money on lots of things, but a lot of things are just temporal, you know, um, and we can just ask God to give us his vision and to walk in faith and to really be stretched because I think there's a lot that we can all learn within our families and within our, our own spiritual life about um, how God can grow us when we take steps of faith, even in, in financial decisions. Thanks, Becky. Uh, one of the things, uh, thank you, Becky, um, we wanted to mention, though, is one of the, we are, as a team, um, as we go forward, um, not knowing exactly what's going to happen, we are committed to making sure that we communicate to you as often, uh, at least once a month. You will hear from some something up here. Somebody will be here to tell you something, or we may have a video encouraging you or whatever about the building. So we're committed to do that um, so that, you know, we know what's going on, you know what's going on, and we're not trying, we're, you know, not that we're trying to hide anything, but we just want to, I mean, we're, we're an open book, actually. The elder board is an open book. You, you can talk to anybody and, you know, they'll tell you exactly what's going on. Um, 
Okay, we're going to go into the, just a general question. I know we've been questioning, uh, answering questions and all that, but we're, we're ready to roll. I, I, just have, I just wanted to share something. I, I have the opportunity you know, to um, um, be a part of a leader cast, which is kind of a you know, national, international leadership conference um, this past weekend. And, and what amazed me, and I was sharing this to my wife, is they were raising money. They had over, I think, something like 140,000 people viewing this telecast throughout the, throughout the world. And they were trying to raise money for micro-businesses through World Venture, great, great organization. And I think in that event, it was like a, you know, a full day long event, over the 140 some thousand people, they, they raised something like $30,000. And what just amazed me is that here we are in, you know, Visalia, a group of believers who felt called by God to do what we're doing, and look what we've accomplished. And when I look at these large, I mean, there were businesses like Apple being represented at this event, um, you know, Pac Bell, I mean, major large corporations. And I look at what we were able to do, and I think, as you've been saying, we need to be excited about this. I mean, we are, we are the hands and feet of Christ and we are doing what he's called us to do. And let's, as Becky said, let's not lose that vision. Question. I need like three mics. Run, run. <laughs> I just told Ronnie I can't run. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. Just to have one question or maybe one more after this. I just have one question. Uh, when they move into the administrative offices over on the new property and we are in um, well we're going to be selling this at some point in time who is going to be here for security purposes to make sure this facility stays intact Apparently, none of Great. us have the to answer go. to that. You may leave. You stumped no, the panel. <laughs> no, there'll there'll be a presence here. Yeah, they'll be janitorial. Yeah, Dell is here every day, and there'll be people. Oh, on Tim's got an answer. Who asked that question? Melba. Uh, you know, it's it's a question that we've been considering for quite a while. Actually, we're very well aware of it. We are still thinking through that. We do know that much of the week we will have folks here because ministry will still be going on here. But we are really still kind of working through that. We are very aware of it, though. And so huh? custodial will be here. You know, we have different ministries like MOPS and others. So we'll have, you know, some of our pastoral staff will be here throughout the week. So we're, we're well aware of that and we're working on it. Um, but it is something we're going to have to continue to work through. Anyone else? First of all, um, you have to buy into what's going on, what God's doing, in my opinion. I remember when Pastor John came, can't remember how many years ago, and he was sitting on the hot seat, 
I remember when all of you up there gave your testimony, I was just blown away that you wanted to serve God in this church. Um, the idea is not to dwell on the negative. If I could hear what Kevin was saying, is to dwell on the positive. Um, sometimes I worry about the world which my grandchildren are coming into, but I also know whom I serve and the God that I serve. And that's what I want to do is be a part of what's going on here. Also, the way that God has, has led uh, Jim to be project manager, the elder board, the staff here, uh, this is a great church. This is a church that I want to be a part of and want to be a part of what's going on whenever that's going to be. Uh, you, you guys are godly men. Um, I appreciate what you're doing, and um, I just want to, with God's help, go forward. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Motion for Hagen does. All right, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. We're gonna ask uh, Brett uh, Harvey to come up and uh, and, and share, and then uh, I'm just gonna ask God's blessing on ice cream. So I heard the word transition quite a few times tonight. I'm the transition guy. I stand between you and the ice cream, so I'm going to be quick. <laughs> um, my name is Fred Harvey. My wife and I have been here for a long, long time now. And I just want to give you one more perspective on all that you've heard last night. Um, I remember serving on the boards before this whole thing was hatched. And then we had meetings, and we prayed, and it was green light, green light, green light, over and over again. Uh, I remember we started giving. We could not give out give God. He gave us back so much more than we ever gave in. It was incredible. Our mouths dropped open. Here I am again now, a few years later, back on the board, just three or four meetings into it. And again, we're praying, we're praying, we're praying. It's answered prayer, answered prayer, green light, green light. Yay, God. This is wonderful. Um, it is just really cool to see what God is doing. Now, a couple things I need to do to get us out the door. You've heard the word prayer a lot. I want to give you a suggestion. At my house, we have a little card about this size that sits on the table. And every time we sit down for dinner together, there's a group of young people that we're praying for. And you know what? We do that pretty faithfully. I don't want to say it's become mindless because we're very intentional about it. But we're praying at times we would never think to pray for those young people. If everybody in the church had some little reminder like that, whether it's at the dinner table or just that things stuck in your Bible, to add this, you know, God says, keep knocking, keep knocking. We just need to keep praying, 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 praying. God's doing this thing, and he wants us to pray about it. Maybe the lesson for our generation is to see how big and how mighty he is and how small our trust is and how much more it needs to grow. I don't know, but I'm excited about what's going on. One last thing I want to ask you. If you have at any point in the course of this project, been involved in any way, whether it was giving financially, or maybe you went out and shoveled dirt one day, or maybe you did something to help someone else to be able to part of doing this, will you just stand up right now? If you help, if you prayed, if you've done anything at all to be a part of this, Look at that. Isn't that cool? Now, I want to ask everybody else to stand up.
we're going to pray, and we're going to go eat some ice cream. Pray with me. Father in heaven, you are indeed incredible. You have called us to eternal life through Christ. How blessed we are. Father, it is our incredible privilege to serve you, to see your hand doing mighty things uh, in each of our lives individually and as a church body, this amazing project that you've called us to be a part of. And we, we thank you for that privilege. Lord, we pray that so many more stories will come out of this, stories that build faith, that put you in the center of people's attention, that glorify Christ and bring people to him. Thank you for this time, Lord. Thank you for all that went into it. And we just thank you, too, for this great, cool treat we're going to enjoy next and ask you to bless the remainder of our evening. Amen. Where is it? All right, ice cream is outside down the steps. Thanks. <laughs>